You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Presented by Select Blinds. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. What are you working on? If it's your house, you're in exactly the right place because that's what we do. And in fact, this is a big show for the Money Pit. It is our 2000th episode of the program. I cannot How can believe that be it. When we're both just 25. I know, right? It just doesn't make any <laughs> sense. That's such a huge accomplishment. Yeah, I can't. I don't know how it happened. We just got started so recently, right? <laughs> it feels that True. way. Two thousand—that's a lot. Went from one station to a second station to a third station to syndication, and I think we had twelve stations when we started that, and now we have three hundred eighty-five plus a podcast, which Chartable ranked the number one home improvement podcast of all time, which is so. Awesome. Unbelievable, but awesome. And we could not do it without you because that's why we're here. That's why we exist. So I want you to pick up the phone on today, this 2000th episode of the show, and call us with your question, the one that's been poking around your mind, the project you'd like to get done. We're going to keep doing this as long as we're able, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. So if you've got a project going on or one that you're dreaming about taking on, give us a call right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. Well, coming up on today's show, not all home improvement projects require a weekend to get done. We've got three 30-minute home improvement hacks that can help you save time, energy, and make your space look great. And do you love your dog, but not so much having to get up in the middle of the night to let your dog out? We've got some tips on how to install a pet door that your pet can actually open, close, and lock. That's pretty amazing. They can do it all themselves without the help of their human or even a risk of unwanted wildlife using that same entry. And new window treatments are a fast way to step up to the core in any room. But if you're working in a child's room, it's really important to choose a design that keeps kids safe. So we'll share some tips on what to look out for. But first, this show is about helping you with your own home decor and improvement questions. So give us a call with your home repair, home question, home design, decor, whatever it is you're working on inside or out. We will help you get that answer. Plus, today, you're also going to get a chance at winning tools to help you get those jobs done. We're featuring the Jorgensen heavy-duty 24-inch bar clamp. Got a set of four of those worth 140 bucks. going out to one caller, one listener, whether you call us at 888-MONEYPIT or post your question at moneypit.com or post your question at facebook.com slash themoneypit. However you choose to get in touch with us, we will toss your name in the Money Pit hard hat and might be sending that set of four clamps out to you. I have a set of four clamps, this exact uh, model, and I love it. 
What was the last thing you did with them? I was redoing a bench that I actually had built a long time ago, had fallen into disrepair, and it was complicated because it had spindles, railings, and bars and stuff, and it was really hard to hold it all together while I was gluing it up, and I used all four of those clamps and a bunch of other stuff, including the clamps and some ropes. Did you ever make a clamp out of rope like a tourniquet? It's really good when you want to when you want to um, glue something together that's oddly shaped. You basically string the rope around, you put like a stick in it, you spin it up tight, and it pulls the whole thing closed. And between all of those clamps and my ropes, it worked great. Should have seen this thing; it looked like a mess when it was all clamped up. But man, it came out great. It looks fantastic. So we're going to send those tools out to you. If you've got a question, call us right now at one eight 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 Money Bit. Let's get to it. The phones are lighting up. Leslie, who's first? All right, now we've got Peggy in Texas on the line who's got a Thailand question. Hey, Peggy, how can I help you? Our house was built in the 50s, and our it has a Saltillo tile in it. And um, over the years, um, we bought the house about 20 years ago, and they had put a heavy layer of um, polyurethane down, oil-based polyurethane. Huh, and over the tile? Over the Saltillo tile. Wow, yeah. okay. So over the years, raising our kids, we, you know, lots of skating and things like that going <laughs> out sure. across yep. them. And um, what has happened is, you know, it started kind of bubbling and popping up in places. Right. Decided I was going to scrape all the polyurethane off of our tile. <laughs> How did the tile hold up? Uh, it looks okay in most of it, but where I have to say... Where it popped off previously, that is discolored differently. Right. So, like if like if a section popped off, I guess it got dirty or right. Of course, yeah, off. that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you do with the polyurethane? Did it all come off? I, I'm not finished. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've done, I've it's a lot of work. Of That's that. a lot. Yes, and then the grout. Yeah, I can't hardly get the polyurethane off the grout so i kind of stopped with worry can about you do that. a grout saw right over the painted grout lines now to just sort of cut it out well you probably have the thick uh grout lines right and you have and you have like a sanded grout yes so yeah i mean to grind that out is just gonna be a oh man what a painful project do you want to do you want to put i hate to ask this because you just took it all off but do you want to put a fresh coat of polyurethane down and try to make the old stuff match or do you want to just have it gone what i was thinking i could do is go with an, a water-based polyurethane no no absolutely not no do not do that here's why water-based polyurethanes they're okay like maybe for furniture or something like that, maybe a desk, do not use it for a floor. Yeah, they don't have the abrasion resistance. They will, you will be really upset with yourself after all this work if you do that. If you're going to do it, you're going to have to go right back to a good solvent-based urethane. Okay. Do you recommend that, okay, so my husband suggested let's make make it darker and like add some color. Can we add color to polyurethane? No, not really. I mean... It's not really designed for that. It's really designed to be clear. What color is the floor now? Well, it's it, when it has the polyurethane on, it's kind of a, a dark orange. Right. Because it's a clear poly. It's the natural yeah. saltillo. Right. Um, but it's like, it just like chips away at the surface of the, like, because I have that tile in my kitchen now, and it's the same. It's very, it's very, very, very aged. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. areas where the poly has worn off, and you have these, like, dark streaks in it. 
And I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like the only solution in my mind, because the restoration of it would require so much work, would be to put like something over it until I can actually get the right tools for it. You know, like I don't know that I would attempt it now. Right. Hey, how about this? Could you, Leslie, you think she could polyurethane over this again, but use flat urethane so it doesn't or appear? Or satin. Yeah, definitely satin, but not not gloss. No. But a low, I mean, a low luster product is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Would you, and that could okay. take away some of the harsh from the areas that are like super dark. Right. Um, right. You yep. know, and really mm-hmm. contrasty because the sheen is what's making you notice all that stuff because there's sheen and no sheen and some because I have the same and I'm like at a point where I'm like, I don't like this floor anymore. Um, but yeah, if you go with a satin time, you'd have to sand the remaining of the poly on there, right? Just to give something to like grab well, onto. Yeah, I mean, you're going to probably want to make sure that it's abraded at least just so that it's not the original. And of course, but this time with all the rubbing you're doing on this, it's probably pretty clean and getting up all that mm-hmm. dust and dirt is going to be good. You know, what I, what I might suggest you do here is before you commit to the whole floor is like start in a corner. Uh, with the product mm-hmm. and and see how you like it. You can experiment with a number uh-huh. of coats and see how it how it looks on top of some of the old you know grout joints and how it looks on some of the tile. But it's smart that you've gotten this loose stuff off because you can't. I always say you can't put bad paint over good paint. That that certainly applies to urethane as well, yeah. right? Because exactly. the it's the adhesion is what's the problem. So you might want to try that in an area that's uh, you know less conspicuous, just to kind of get started with it and see if that if you like that. And and by the way, remember if you end up giving up on this, you can leave that flooring in place and put another another tile over it. You don't have to take it up as long as it's structurally sound. You can put a second layer on it. I may call back and let you know how it works out. Maybe I'll send you pictures. Please do. Good luck. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Stephen Michigan's on the line with a water heater question. What can we do for you? My hot water tank has no good water pressure behind it. Where are you spotting this? Is it at a particular faucet or fixture, or is it multiple bathrooms throughout the house? Everywhere. My shower, my sinks, uh, my washing machine, anywhere where I have, like, hot If I just have, like, hot water going in my washing machine, it takes forever to fill up. If, like, when I go to take a shower... If I just have the cold, I mean, just straight cold water going, I have nice pressure behind it. And let me ask you a question. How old, how old is your house? Built in the 70s. Okay, I think you've got a problem with a valve somewhere on that hot water line that's restricting the flow. Because the water pressure is going to be the same for hot and cold when it comes into the house. So the fact that it's going through the water heater and then slowing down means that something is clogging it. or Something is, is basically uh, slowing down that flow. So I think that the problem would most likely be at the water heater itself, either the water flow into it or the water flow out of it. And it could be that one of those valves is stuck closed or partially stuck. I would close the valves all the way and then open them back up and see if that makes a difference. I would also follow the line back to make sure that every single valve is fully open on that hot water side. And I suspect that you're going to find something that's partially closed, and that's what's causing this. Steve, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get socked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. 
That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T, MONEYPIT. Hey, are you breaking out all your summer furnishings and noticing that some of it is in need of repair? Well, we've got a great prize to help you out with that this summer season. We're giving away a set of four Jorgensen heavy-duty 24-inch steel bar clamps. They're super easy to use. They're fast-acting with a sliding head, large, easy-grip handle, swivel pad. So basically, you can operate these super efficiently and easily. It's really a helpful prize this hour because it can hold things together when your hands can't for an extended period of time. You can check them out at PonyJorgensen.com. See the entire Pony Jorgensen product line. The value is 140 bucks, going out to one caller, one listener, drawn at random. Make that you. The number again, one eight 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 money pit or post your question at Facebook.com slash the money pit. All right. Now we're going to chat with Linda in Washington, who's got a question for us here at the Money Pit. What's going on? I all of a sudden have little tiny black ants in my bathroom. And I've never had this problem. I don't know hmm. how to get rid of them. Well, they're probably dirty and they needed a bath. <laughs> <laughs> they're close to the tub. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 
Well, you know, they, they that happens from time to time. They may be feeding on some mildew or something that they happen to like. Um, one of the things that you could do is you could put down ant traps. And we actually just had some ants visit our kitchen today. And I, and I actually did just that. I put down an ant trap. And then I also spread, sprinkled some borax, which I happen to have a box of for, for cleaning. It's a good natural cleaner. Um, the borax is great because they'll pick that up, take it back to their to their nest and feed it to all their ant buddies. And that will wipe out. Uh, the nest. But, you know, I think that the ant traps are very handy because they're so easy and clean to use. You just sit one down uh, and you usually don't even have to open it up, take it out of the bag, sit it on the surface, usually in a corner, and they'll find their way in there. Uh, and again, this, the way these products work today is basically once the ants start to feed on it and they take it back to the nest, that food is passed around and it can wipe out the entire nest. So I would simply do that. Okay, and now I see them also one close to my kitchen outside. So should I put one out there? Also? Yeah. Now on the outside, you have some other options. There's um, there are different um, ant insecticide products that you can sprinkle near the foundation. And if you put them around the foundation where you just see them coming in, uh, that will help control those ant populations. I have a tree that was infested in ant, and I was able to sprinkle a pesticide in there, uh, and that took care of it. Just be careful of the wind when you're pawing the stuff outside and wear a dust mask because you don't want to breathe any of this stuff, okay? Okay. That sounds good. So I can go to any any store and buy home center, Braxel, Home or? center, hardware store. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck with the project. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Well, some home improvement projects are fun, but others you just want to get done as quickly and inexpensively as possible, which is where hacks can help. Here are three easy ones that can be done in 30 minutes or less. Okay, so here's something you may not have thought to do, but it really makes sense, and that is to label your water valves. Now, imagine that a pipe broke in your ceiling, and the water is now leaking through every electric light fixture onto your brand new carpet or flooring. You got that mental picture? It's not good. But if you were to locate and label every important water valve in your household, including the main water valve, the hose valves, the ice maker valves, and the water heater valves, you will be covered in the event of pretty much every kind of leak that could happen. You'd know exactly where the valve is. You could shut it off, and you would be done. So this is a project that takes less than a half hour. Take some uh, some cards, some index cards, maybe attach a piece of cord to it or a wire to it, and wrap it right around that valve so that you know where it is and can find it in a jiffy. All right. Hack number two, guys. Stop your toilet's leaks. Now, toilet flush and fill valves can break down over time, and when they do, that wastes a lot of water. I know it doesn't seem like it, it's the toilet, but it does. It's constantly running if those valves aren't working right. Now, if you find you have a toilet that flushes all by itself, it sort of makes that ghost flushing sound, then you know it's time for new valves. Another way that you can test to see if you need this is add some food coloring to the toilet tank itself. Wait 30 minutes and then look in the bowl. If that food coloring has leaked into the bowl at all, it means that flush valve is leaking and you should replace that. Now, both of these jobs can be easily done in less than 30 minutes and truly only cost you a few dollars. And finally, it's time to exercise. Well, not you. Your circuit breakers. Exercise is good for <laughs> your circuit breakers as well. About every six months, you want to turn the breaker off and back on again. And then every month, push that test button on the GFCIs if you've got them to make sure it stays flexible and strong like you after a good workout. Want more 30-minute home improvement tips? Look up 30 under 30 on MoneyPit.com. We've got a whole list for you to choose from.
Ray in Florida, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? I have a little problem. Uh, I have painted my bathroom, the walls and the ceiling a few years ago, and also put on a uh, border. Well, the ceiling paint is, is peeling like the big spots. And when I painted it, I used kilts, and I don't know why it's peeling. So there must be moisture behind it, or... How old is this house? Uh, well, the house was built in 78. Because the other thing that can happen is if you have multiple layers of paint, sometimes you get delamination of an older surface of that paint. So what might be peeling off might not be like the paint from the kills or the kills from the prior paint. It could be a layer, several layers back. And when you have such a severe adhesion problem, the best thing to do is to strip the old paint off of the ceiling, then apply an oil-based primer like Kills or really any other brand that's a name brand, and then apply a flat ceiling paint on top of that. Yeah, I did use the ceiling paint, but you know, now that you mentioned it, uh, looking at where it's peeling, it does kind of, it's, uh, let, me, let me think here. Uh, yeah, like a grayish color underneath the paint. Yeah, so you see it may not be what you painted that's peeling. It might be a prior layer that's peeling. Right, I follow what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, so you need to get all that old paint off and start from scratch, unfortunately. So now do you have to, like, just scrape it or sand it? or? Well, no, you you're going to need a paint stripper. You're going to need a paint stripper because you're not going to be able to scrape it. You've got to get that loose stuff off. Wow. Okay? That's a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, look, the other thing you could do is you could put another layer of drywall right on top of that and just skin it. You wouldn't even need to use half-inch drywall. You could use quarter-inch drywall. You'd have a seam or two to tape and spackle, but then you'd start from scratch. All right. Well, I appreciate the help on that. And I think we just filled up a couple of weekends for you, too. Thanks so much yeah. for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Amber in Ohio is on the line and has a question for us. How can we help you today? I have a lot, and it is, it's all open to the, you know, downstairs. But at any rate, when people come and stay, it is so, it gets so warm up there. It's very warm, and people always complain. Mm-hmm. Summertime or wintertime. Right. It doesn't matter. And downstairs, I mean, the the first floor can be, you know, a ten, it feels 10 degrees different than upstairs. Right. And I have temperature set on, you know, one certain degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And downstairs just feels like it's not paying attention to what I set yeah. the thermostat at. All right, what kind of what kind of heat do you have? Is it forced air? You have a duct system. Yes. Mm-hmm. And do you have central air conditioning or not? I do. Okay. Um, and do you have any um, ceiling fans or paddle fans that can help mix up the air? Yes, I do. But it seems to be that even when they put the fans on. They say that they don't feel the difference. but So when you turn the ceiling fans on, do you know that there's a way that you can reverse the motors on that? There's a little switch on the side. And in the summer, you want to set those so it pulls cold air up from the first floor. And in the winter, you want to change that setting so that it pushes warm air down from the second floor. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Now, have you operated those reversing switches? Did you even know they existed? Because many people don't. I have, yeah. I have known that they existed, and 
I could tell. I haven't told the people that come and stay though that up in the loft. So. Well, but it's the kind of thing that you're going to do. You would do one. You would do this one time, you know, per season. So you wouldn't expect them to do that. Now, the other thing that you can do is you could add supplemental air conditioning to that space. And what I would recommend there is a. Um, Split ductless system. So split ductless means you have uh, a small compressor that's outside, and then you have the actual air. Com- you actually have the air handler that is inside, and that mounts on the wall, the same way you'd hang a TV, for example. And then between the outside compressor and the air handler inside, it will add additional air conditioning or cooled air up there, which will then filter down you know, from there to the first floor uh, and make everybody comfortable. And when you have a house that's got this kind of configuration, it's very common you know, to have this great difference in temperature, and it's a real challenge. And the only other thing that you could potentially do is you could talk to your HVAC company about adding an additional supply and return to that space, but that would involve ducting, and it's going to depend on how hard it is to get that up. If there's a way for they can get those ducts run up pretty easily, and you had additional supplies in return in that space, then it's going to cool a lot better and heat a lot better. But if not, then you're going to have to do it a different way. Now, by the way, that mini split ductless system, that can be purchased to work as a heater and air conditioner all in the same system. So if folks are complaining and about it being too cold or too hot, depending on the season, you would have control over that you know, for both seasons. Oh, that would be wonderful. Split ductless. Split ductless. Yep, exactly. And I would go to my... You're going to have to go. No, you're going to have to go to an HVAC contractor. It's not a DIY project. HVAC. Okay. Okay. That's that's great. All right, Amber. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Hey, are you tired of hearing your door scratched constantly by the dog in the middle of the night? Well, having a pet door for your dog can put that to rest. So, how do you go about making that happen? Well, the first step is to plan this out before you start cutting. Your pet might not be the only one getting a brand new door. Now, there's a bunch of options for locations. You need to think through this. Pre-made pet doors are designed to be installed in pretty much any door. So it could be a back door, front door, patio door, slider, garage door, or even an exterior wall. You're going to want to position it with access to a secure fenced-in area so that when the pooch gets out, it doesn't go beyond your yard. And make sure you purchase the right size door. And to do that, you got to measure your pet. You got to measure the pet at the shoulder and then add two inches to determine the right height of the door. Now, you're also going to want to think about the type of door you have and what that door is made of. If you have a dog that likes to chew, you got to look for a bite-proof door. That's definitely what you're going to want. And another advantage of this type of door, the construction is really advanced, so they're higher energy efficient compared to thinner models. So that's helpful there. Now, if you have a sliding glass door, this type of pet door insert is the most convenient because it doesn't require a storm door or a screen door to be open for that dog to get access. However, it's generally not the best for cold or hot weather as it provides virtually zero insulation. So it's not great if you live in a colder climate. It's just not going to work out well for you. And a door flap is probably the most common style of dog door that you've ever seen or that you see around. And some models come with even sliding panels. Now, this type of dog door is more energy efficient, the sliding one, as it keeps extreme heat or even extreme cold from seeping in. And another advantage of the sliding type of doggy door is that you can lock them, which keeps pets in and trouble out, which generally is something you got to worry about with doggy doors. Absolutely. Now, my favorite type of dog door is one that locks and unlocks when the dog approaches. These doors 
operate on a small RFID chip. It's sort of a sensor that's clipped to the dog's collar. The sensor triggers the lock, and the dog gets to go in and out all by itself. So you don't have to get up in the middle of the night in your jammies, especially in the winter, to have to take the dog out. 888-666-3974. If you've got questions about your home improvement projects just like that, call us right now. Hey, do you ever wish when you're working on a project, you're gathering all your things and you're holding stuff together, and then maybe you're using your foot to hold another part of it together, and you're thinking, wow, I could really use another set of hands. Then we've got a great prize for you this hour here at the Money Pit. We've got up for grabs a set of four Jorgensen heavy-duty 24-inch steel bar clamps, and they can definitely and easily be those extra hands you're looking for. So check them out at PonyJorgensen.com. You can actually see the entire Pony Jorgensen product line there, and this prize is valued at $140. Going out to one caller, drawn at random, make that you. The number again, one eight 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 money pit or post your questions to Money Pit. Donna in New York is on the line and is having an issue cleaning some showers. What's going on, Donna? Well, I work at a fitness facility, and boy, do I have a problem with one out of four of the shower stalls there. That one, of course, is in the men's room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, it's so gross. It constantly cakes up this slimy, brown, gross, moldy, I don't even know what this gunk is, on the walls. And I have tried everything. I use bleach, the bathroom cleaners, antibacterial scrub brush. I, I'm at my wit's end. I don't even know what to do. Yeah, it's just getting away from you. Well, um, first of all, and I know this is out of your control, but the more humidity that builds up in that space, the worse this will continue to get. So if they don't have good ventilation, um, they get dirtier and dirtier because it supports the, the growth of, of mold, mildew, algae, and moss. Um, but one product that, that um, I've had great success with is called ZEP, Z-E-P. It's a shower tub and tile cleaner. It's a commercial cleaner. It's not expensive. It's about like seven bucks a jug at like Home Depot. And when you spray it on, it foams up and does a really good job of cutting out uh, that nasty combination of, of soap scum and then everything that grows in the soap scum because the soap scum is like a food to a lot of those materials. And and that's why it just gets so nasty. So I would try the ZEP, Z-E-P, and see how you like that. Oh, my God. I am so glad I got through. All right. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if you're thinking about getting some new window coverings, you know, freshening up the look at home, keep in mind that the cords on those blinds and shades pose a significant choking hazard to kids and pets. So here are three safety tips to consider presented by SelectBlinds.com. Now, first up, the safest option is to go with cordless shades or blinds. You can find them as shutters, as cellular shades, or roller shades, too. But with no cords, there's no strangulation hazards to worry about. Now, another option is that you could upgrade to motorized shades. This way, you can avoid the danger of cords altogether and take advantage of smart home technology that can do some really cool things like raise your blinds when it's time to wake up or lower them when the sun goes down. And these are great for spaces. If you've got a window that's like high up or at a weird angle and you can't really reach it, it's super helpful for those. And lastly, if you can't install newer products, make sure all existing window cords are out of sight and beyond the reach and accessibility of small kids. For example, move all cribs, beds, and furniture and toys away from windows and cords, preferably to another wall, like a whole different side of the room. This will prevent kids from stepping up on them and getting tangled.
Today's tip was presented by SelectBlinds.com. SelectBlinds.com gives you all the inspiration, the tools, and expert advice that you need to choose, order, and install the right product and style to meet your needs, all while saving you hundreds and lots of time as well. Now, Select Blinds will even ship you a kit with up to 15 free samples. I actually just did this in my home, and it was super helpful because as much as I just wanted to get the shades up, I was like, just take the time and get the samples. And it was good because what I thought I would have ordered the fabric based on just looking online was actually not. So the fabric samples are fantastic. So check it out. They'll send some things to you, see the quality of the blinds and make sure that the colors work. It's really just great. Plus, they send you discount coupons too, right? There there was some good discounts in the packet with this. Yeah, because you always get at least 40% off with daily deals and discounts. Plus, always free shipping and delivery on everything, so you never have to wait for a sale. Check out selectblinds.com. They really make it easy and convenient to order new blinds or shades for your home, and they save you time and money. Chris and George is on the line with an electrical question. What's going on? Uh, yes, ma'am. I've got a question with a... Uh, um, electrical issue in our in our bedroom. We bought this house and uh trying to find out some answer to why the like the bottom plug of a duplex receptacle would work, but if you plug into the top part of the outlet, it won't work. There's no power. Is there any possibility that the top outlet is on a switch? Uh, I could be. Okay. I've seen that you don't see it very often, but I have seen it where uh, what looks like a normal outlet is actually split, and the top one is wired to a switch, and the bottom one isn't. Oh, okay. So theoretically, you would have your light on that top one. Now, if that's not the case, then obviously something's wrong with the outlet, and I would just replace the outlet. It shouldn't be a big deal. Awesome. I, I, I appreciate the, the advice. All right, Chris. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Very good. Thank you. Well, heating and cooling always makes people ask a lot of questions. What type do I get? I don't know what to do about it. Now, what happens if you're Julie from Florida who's building a house? This is what she writes. She's building a house, hasn't given as much thought to the heating system over the AC system because here in Florida, suddenly it's not as warm as it used to be. We've got recent dips in the temperature, and I'm wondering what the best heating system might be in terms of efficiency if we might have to use it only once in a while. So in Florida, what you typically would do for heat and air conditioning is called a heat pump. So a heat pump is basically an air conditioner that has a sort of forward and reverse valve. When the refrigerant's going one way, it cools your house, and when the refrigerant is reversed, it heats your house. You can get away with this in Florida because your temperatures are mild. Even if you were to get a really unusually cold night, for example, even if it hit freezing, the nice thing about the heat pump is it has a backup electric resistance coil built into it. So in the occasional time when it might get super cold, it sort of automatically switches to electric resistance heat. Now, the downside of that is that heating system, if you had to pay for it all the time, would be exorbitantly expensive. But because it's a backup and you usually don't have to use it very often, it's the perfect system for you, Julie. So I would talk to your builder about the heat pump. And then, of course, you can look at the efficiencies. They're getting better and better. Um, you know, every time, every year they come out, they're more efficient. So I would just choose a really efficient heat pump and, uh, and you'll be good to go. All right. Next up, I've got a question here from David in North Carolina. Now, David writes, I'd like to update and refresh my kitchen. My cabinets are in good shape, but the doors don't match on three of them. They're standard sizes. Where can I buy just replacement doors for those three cabinets? 
I've looked online on the major stores, but no luck. And he's going to have like three brand new cabinet doors. To the rest. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, it's a good reason to buy new kitchen cabinets, but you don't actually have to. Um, however, what you might want to think about, because, yeah, you can find cabinet doors online. There's lots of sources if you just Google them. But you might want to think about replacing all of the doors and drawer fronts, not just the three that are missing, because this way they'll all match. They're not terribly expensive. And actually, if you were to pull all those old doors, off, spend some time refinishing those cabinets. You could do a great job painting the cabinets. Painted cabinets are very popular today. You could have a painted cabinet and a painted door, or you could have a painted cabinet and a wood stained door. You know, you have some options there. And I think now's a really good opportunity to do that without spending a whole bunch of time and money. Yeah, you know, David, I always loved the idea of a painted cabinet. In fact, pre-COVID, I was interviewing people to come and like really apply a professional finish to the cabinet doors and drawers and everything. So and the whole cabinet boxes themselves. So I could really instantly change the look of the kitchen without as much money. But after, you know, it's definitely a project that you can tackle yourself. You can do it safely at home and it really makes a beautiful difference. And once you do that, you can add like different things, like different styles of hardware or different color of hardware, change out the faucet, you know, go from chrome or stainless to, you know, polished brass or antique brass, something different that feels a little fresh, a little modern. Um, it gives you an opportunity to really update that. You can add in a new throw rug in the kitchen that suddenly changes the feel of the room if you add lighting change lighting change a fixture that all helps tremendously so you don't have to spend a ton to really update the look of your kitchen when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply you are listening to the Money Pet Home Improvement Show, and we are so glad you are. We are so glad that you have been for this, our 2,000th episode. Can't believe we made it through 2,000 episodes of the Money Pit Home Improvement Show, but I'm so glad we're still here because that means we are doing some good helping folks across the country with their home improvement and decor projects. So remember, if you've got a question, you've got a concern, you can reach us 24-7 because like we always say and have said for 2,000 episodes, you can do it yourself, but you don't have to do it alone.